0: Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Damn Dolphins Podcast. The Damn
1: Dolphins Podcast. And damn this podcast because we keep trying to
0: record. (laughs) Alright, so so this is a true story. Uh, We try to record with Anchor because Anchor does have that function where you could just talk online with somebody. And it will record at the same time. But it keeps cutting off on us after maybe like five or six minutes. I don't know if it's because of our connections or whatever. But it's so fucking bullshit. So. Frustrating.
1: The same thing over and over and over again. Trying to get through this episode. And it just won't work.
0: So now we're just recording from my phone via an app. while I have mic on speakerphone. Yeah.
1: Let's just hope that works. It anyway, should work because this is
0: a regular recording now. All right, let's let's dip
1: into the free agency acquisitions. No,
0: got no, you don't. Don't tell me what to do, Mike.
1: No, I have to because <laughs> I can't. Chance this is going to cut out again.
0: All right, so. I I, I just, this is so annoying because we're like we're trying we're literally trying to talk about the same thing over and over for like the past like ten minutes. Can we like streamline the beginning? Like for the most part, people know who we picked up. Well, at least we know who the big sexy name we picked up.
1: All right, all right. I, I'm, I'm gonna mention like a handful of like notable names here. So we got the quarterback Byron Jones from the Cowboys, defensive end Shaq Lawson from the Bills, Eric Flowers, who's a he's probably gonna be. A guard, an offensive guard for us, and maybe uh, a swing offensive tackle in case injuries happen or something like that. Uh, we got a defensive end uh, slash linebacker Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots. We got Emmanuel Ogba from the Chiefs. He's a defensive end. We got center Ted Karras from the Patriots, and we got uh, linebacker Landon Roberts from the Patriots. So, Brian Flores is bringing in some guys that he's worked with who also have a lot of starting, uh, a lot of starting uh, games under their belt and a lot of playing experience. And uh, let's start with Byron Jones. Let's just get that out of the way
0: once again for like the third time in a row. I know, I know. I'm, I apologize, fans. Um, technology sucks and this fucking virus sucks.
1: Yeah, it does. And normally me and Rob will record in my car and everything's easy, peasy lemon, squeezy.
0: Remember the good old days when we were recording the Steak and Shake? Yeah. Ah, I I miss those days.
1: uh, Yeah, I believe the new rules based on the COVID-19 virus are that you got to stand like 600 feet away from each other.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And as of this recording, we're going to be on lockdown by midnight. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole state. Yeah, the whole state is locking down, man.
1: Oh, great. No. Oh okay. Cornerback Byron Jones from the Cowboys. I have no. I. I like. You know. I. I know it's a nice chunk of money or whatever. If you ever want to complain about, uh, you know, the few number of interceptions that he's had throughout his career, but the guy's a shut down man to man corner. You need those. Uh, the market's fine with it. I mean, it's a. He's gonna be what the...
0: He was you know. always gonna get paid a shit ton of money, whether it would be from us or some other team. It was gonna happen. And yeah, he doesn't throw that... He doesn't catch that many interceptions, but that's mostly because teams and and quarterbacks and offensive coaches, they scheme away from him. Like, they purposely draw plays away from him because that guy does know how to shut down corner. Like, he... he He's like he was the best athlete coming out coming out of this free agency, and I think he was one of the top athletes that year. He was coming out of the draft too, actually.
1: Oh. I, I just know that he's a really good football player. He started off as a safety, and I was really surprised how like when the Cowboys moved him the to, to a cornerback, he was able to like become that good. Because normally, you know, you either start off as a safety because you just can't. Cover man to man that well, but I mean, he he proved that he can do it and do it at a high level. Um, you know, you pair him with Xavier Howard, and then you got one of the best cornerback tendons in the league.
0: Hell yeah! Um, got man, like the, you man. got an elite shutdown athlete and one of the best ball hawks in the league. Hell yeah! yeah. That secondary is going to be interesting. as hell. And that's no, for no. sure.
1: Uh, it, uh, I, like I, as long as the only the only problem here is that. Byron Jones could stay durable, but Xavier Howard on the other side has proven that he can't be that durable. And along with uh, that arrest that he had, that still, we're trying to, still the NFL is, I guess, is still weighing the disciplinary punishment that Xavier Howard might receive. Yeah. Well, that still hasn't come out yet, but, um, but even, like, let's just say, like, at least we have Byron Jones locked up for, like, another, I think it's four or five years, right? And then, uh, and then, even if things don't work out with Xavier Howard and we got to cut ties, at least we still have one uh, shutdown corner on the team. So for now, we got both. But you know, we'll see what happens with Xavier Howard in the future. But as of now, on paper, you got uh, a nice cornerback tandem that could, uh, you know, even if a team has a really good receiving core, like you got two guys that you could have faith in covering. And limiting the uh, opposing team's number one, number two receivers. There. And then if they even move Bobby McCain back to nickel back, uh, Bobby McCain was a really good slot corner, so you, you got something to work with there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, I think our secondary is going to be really fucking interesting. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. we, and the good thing is that with Tom Brady gone in our division. It is definitely you know, it is definitely more up for grabs. Um, you know. Right now, I think Buffalo is still probably the best team in that division, in terms of overall talent. Though I've seen like, like the sports app I use. For like my news and stuff like that, they'll post like articles and stuff. It's called the uh, I think it's called what's the name of that app again? It's uh the Score. Um, they've got. I think they're a little way – they're way too high on Buffalo, though. Like, they got him as a Super Bowl contender and, like, Josh Allen as a freaking dark horse MVP. And I'm just like, uh, slow down, buddy. Like, they got a hell of a defense, a good coaching staff. But, like, you know, Josh Allen, I, I like him, but, like, I still – I'm still not, like, on the fence. I'm still a little off on defense about him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think everybody is. I think he's just a streaky quarterback that, you know, either from half to half or game to game, like, when he's hot, he's hot. But, you know, the other side is that it takes him a little bit to get him going. And also, you know, sometimes he can be deadly accurate, and then sometimes those the accuracy kind of start starts slipping on him. But I think he's a guy that can win him games right now, and he definitely has the – You know, some legs to make
0: some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he has the skill sets to be great. I just don't know he'll ever be a great quarterback. I think he is a good quarterback. He's a good enough quarterback, right? I think right now, in Buffalo's case, you know, you got to be all in on him anyway. He's still young, too. You you know, you got to give these guys time still, like...
1: I mean, and they, they are. They're they are a good coach team, and they got some good talent there. I mean, right now, I mean, after Tom Brady's departed from the Patriots, like, as of now, I mean, maybe I could see the Bills getting the edge. I
0: um, mean, but, uh, I mean, yeah, like.
1: But its not, I, I wouldn't say they're not beatable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think anybody from the AFC East is going to win the Super Bowl next year anyway. Um, I still think as long as Adam Gase is with the Jets, those fucking guys suck. And that's yeah. with Sam Darnold, who I love to death, but you know dude, he, he hasn't exactly he hasn't exactly been healthy, nor like and could be a little bit of turnover prone guy. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I think, I, dude, as long as Adam Gase is a Jets coach,
0: I think bro, as long as Adam Gase uh, is anywhere uh, in general, <laughs> as long as Adam Gase is in the picture in some capacity somewhere, like you're fucked.
1: Yeah, man. He rubbed, he's like. Bill O'Brien except, like, a worse coach.
0: I mean, Bill coach, O'Brien, at least he could say he's been to the playoffs a few times.
1: I mean, at least, yeah, man. At least, like, I feel like Bill O'Brien can coach, but he's, like, a, he's really rubbing people the wrong
0: way with his personality and his GM skills. Oh, yeah. And, like, Adam Gase just rubs people the wrong
1: way. He doesn't know how to use his weapons. Like, it has another terrible offensive line. He rubs people... Oh, God, he's just, like... He he pretends that he knows something that you don't, but really he like he know like we all know something that he doesn't, which is that he's just not a good coach. Anyway,
0: fuck Adam so, Gase.
1: So I, I kind of want to pair the next two guys on our list together, and uh, yeah, Jack go ahead. Lawson, flowers because their stories are a little bit similar. Shaq um, Lawson, he's a, he was like a former first round pick from the from the Bills. Eric Flowers was, like, a former first-rounder from, uh... Can,
0: kind of I, can, can right? I, can I, can I, can I, can I please? guy, let me do it, bro? Oh, you can do that later. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about Shaq Lawson a little bit. All right, um, go ahead with Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson, was, uh, you know, you are the number one uh, first-rounder for the Bills, and, you know, it took him a while to get going on,
1: you know, during his first uh, four years of his career. And, you know, for the first two years, like, everybody was considering a bust, and then he started turning the corner in his third year, and then by his fourth year, like, he really started becoming, like, a good edge setter, and a a disruptor, and a run stopper, and he's also very versatile. he could could, uh, fight him inside and outside. The Bills, like, really liked him, Um, but they just didn't like enough at the time, I guess, coming off his third year today, then to him the fifth-year option, talking with that. So, I mean, Shaq Lawson, it's just like... But, it, but it's, you know, his sack numbers are still low. You know, like Charles Harris, like Charles Harris is a bust right now, and his sack numbers are low. And But at least with Shaq Lawson, you get some production from his last two years, playing with the Bills. And it... It's a good addition. It's something that the Dolphins need because setting the edge and stopping the run, were, they, they were not good at for, like, I don't know how long you want to go, but, like, this run defense has been terrible for the last couple of years. And uh, uh, it, it's three years, 20 million. Uh, I think it's three years, 30 million,
0: right? Something like um, Yeah, three years, 30 million.
1: I, yeah, I think, uh, like, like, at least if Shaq Lawson doesn't get out, Probably after a year or two, you could probably get out of the, out of the contract, this is, which is something I like about a lot of these deals. They're all very short-term, and if, if you need to get out of it within a year or two, uh, the Dolphin could do that for the most part. Uh, because we've seen before, they, they would sign guys for like four years, five years, and then and all of a sudden they're, you know, they're stuck with them, and then they have the guaranteed money problem, and then the dead cap problem. And you just have a guy that maybe isn't working out for your team, just sitting there because you just aren't willing to take the dead cap penalty.
0: Mm. So, check mm. that dead cap. If need,
1: in he feels need; he's going to be a starter. Byron Jones, is going to be a starter. All right, let's get Eric Flowers here. I know Rob has something to say about him.
0: Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. Fucking Eric Flowers. The, the his last name is Flowers for fuck's sakes, dude. Like that 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 had to be a sign about something, man.
1: Three years, thirty million dollars,
0: baby. Eric Flower, Flowers. Baby. Okay. This guy, everybody knew about his time in the New York Giants. First of all, he's a he's a UM boy and I love my UM boys. This guy sucked. I don't know how he got drafted in the first round. I don't remember him ever looking at it and be like, "Oh, he's a first-round fucking draft pick." And the Giants took him with like I think the 10th pick or some shit like that. And he was a disaster. A disaster. But apparently, apparently I keep hearing that he had a career renaissance in Washington as guard instead of playing tackle. And he was rewarded by coming to Miami. Come back home. Come back kid, man. Come back home. Eric Flower. Look, i am be honest with you. When I first heard, that was our first. He was, I think, the first guy that was announced that we picked up in free agency. Like, the moment I heard that, I called this guy, and I'm literally, like, how I'm shouting his name right now, I'm shouting to him like crazy, Eric Flowers, Eric Flowers, Eric Flowers, guys.
1: Oh, man. If he, if Eric Flowers did not play guard, and he was still a tackle,
0: he'd be and- gone. He would be gone. He'd be gone for yeah, the league. like,
1: like if if the dolphins signed him to play tackle or whatever it was and like like you know if he was still just playing offensive tackle and the dolphins picked him up and signed him i would have been like holy crap what are you thinking man he just fooled someone else oh man but uh but you know the i mean i'm thinking optimistically that the dolphins are pretty smart now and coming off a good season playing guard for the washington redskins that um that you know he's going to be playing guard for us, and I think sometimes when you can't protect the edge uh, on the offensive line, I think some of these tackles are still built uh, in order to move inside and still like have a good have a good uh, ability to run block and pass protect from the interior of the line. So like at least at least we saw a good year out of Eric Flowers to sign him, but man three. Three years, thirty million dollars, man. It's like you you couldn't have got him for like a little bit less than that. I mean, we're, we're a lot of people clamoring for like Eric Flowers, knowing his reputation as an offensive tackle. But uh, I guess uh,
0: who's his representative? Drew Rosenhaus. I mean, he usually represents the UM guys.
1: I don't know, man. I really don't know, but but um.
0: Eric Flowers.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but at least you know it addresses a position of need. I I really hope just because he got some money now that he doesn't go back to being some guy who's not gonna work hard and not gonna play well. Like that's something. I don't
0: know. I don't, I don't think he had a work ethic issue. I just literally think he just sucked. Like they're just guys who I'm sure they have good work. At, I'm sure they try their hardest. But then. But, like, that doesn't excuse the fact that you're fucking awful.
1: Yeah. And it's a, it's a talent thing sometimes. Sometimes you just don't have it.
0: And, he, uh, and again, he was, this wasn't some, like, he wasn't some six-rounder. They they threw it as tackle because they're, they're starting two tackles or whatever fucking toward their ACL or something like that. So they had to put somebody there. This is a this is a guy they drafted in the first round. And he was a top ten pick, specifically because you know they needed tack. They needed an offensive line. The Giants were really bad at offensive line for years, and they drafted him really high. And he was a disaster. And I remember the highlights because you know New York New York Giants games are generally aired in primetime games a lot. That's a, that's a fact. So you you know you so like you know, so you see it and you see those highlights and you see how terrible that's like, I, I hear people talk shit about him literally all the time. He was, and he, and he must've fucking been great. Cause holy shit.
1: Uh, I really hope Chris get Greer and like the scouting guys really watched him play and analyze him because I mean, the, the contract that you gave him, I mean, my God, you couldn't have, like, got, like, $8 million out of him? They must have really wanted him to, like, give him that kind of money. They must have saw some really good play out of him. That, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, with the money that they're paying him, he's automatically going to start. You're going to have to start. So, we'll see. And then another – that's another thing about Shaq Lawson, too, is, um, you know, going back to Shaq Lawson, uh, he, he – you know, like I said before, like, he was considered a bust his first two years because he, yeah. he just said that he wasn't, he was just kind of going through the motions and he just wasn't.
0: Also, yeah, I think he had some injuries early yeah. in his career, too, from what I'm reading. Oh. I think he, yeah, I think well, yeah, but, uh, from,
1: from the stuff I looked up, it said that, like, he just was he, he he basically said that, like, he was just going through the motions until the droves. Until so the Bills, like, drafted, uh, like, his potential replacement, and that's what gave him a wake-up call to really get it, to start getting his act together and everything, and, uh, you know, like, maybe, maybe that's gone, maybe he gets it now, and maybe he's gonna put forth all his effort, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, it may, you know, like, you know, sometimes, like, sometimes these guys get their money, and then they just, you know, they're like, okay, we're, I'm fine now, I got paid, and then, they just start going back to the guys they were before. I mean, at least with Lawson, we saw for about two years straight. Well Eric Flowers, I mean, we only saw for like one year at like guard. So, I mean, I, I hope that continues. But, I mean, right right now, like, I don't know. For me, I just don't know. Like, I, I got I got to see it throughout their first year as a Dolphin in order to shake that thought out of my head. Um. Now we got uh, former Patriots Kyle Van Noy. Uh, he, you know, what he brings to the table is that he's a pretty good linebacker. He's kind of like a thumper. He's just kind of built that way. Mm-hmm. He's also, um, a defensive end, so that brings versatility again, because Flores loves versatile players on his defense. Like, I think that's one thing, like, when you think about Frank Flores' defense, that it's just, it's versatile. He wants to move players here and there. That's why they kind of got rid of, Nick of because he didn't want to learn all these different positions. Um, so you got him from the Patriots again, another guy that he worked with, another guy who has a bunch of starts under him. Uh, I don't know what else to say about Kyle Vannoy. Uh, I just know, I just know he's a good player. He's a solid player. Uh, the contracts seem fair. And the Dolphins just go out and just spend a lot of money on another good player here. Uh. Like I said, it doesn't it doesn't really kill your cap with the amount of cap space that they had, but they signed the guy who's proven and uh, he's under the thirty year mark. Like all these guys are under thirty years old, so they're they're not get they're not signing old guys who who, who are past their prime. They're kind of signing guys who are still in their prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I even, yeah, Van Nuys for the most part, solid pickup. He knows Brian Flores. He knows the system. For veteran. Um, you know, uh, I mean, there's nothing much to say. There's no, there's, there's no particularly wrong thing about the pick. I think I'm perfectly fine with it. I can't really, can't really criticize him much from all I can. Yeah. I mean, he's a,
1: he's a good that he formerly worked with. He knows how to use them, and he just, he just already knows what he can do. And, uh, he was a very respectable name on the Patriots. I know I, like, whenever you think about the Patriots, especially with like casual fans, you just think of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and whoever he's throwing to but there's a lot of like really good and smart players that the Patriots pick up and put on their roster uh that kind of don't get mentioned enough. And but I do remember his name being thrown out there. Yeah, yeah, of
0: course. Yeah he was definitely one of those he was definitely one of the names of that defense for sure. Yeah. Along with like the McCourty twins and Stefan Gilmore.
1: Uh yeah and the Patriots they always seem to find good linebackers. You, know, you had like Gerard Mayo, Dante Hightower. Jamie um,
0: Collins was another good one for a while.
1: Yeah, was it what? Uh, the guy Spikes? Was it
0: Tequila Brand- Sp- I think it's either Tequila Spikes or Brandon Spikes. It was one of those yeah, two. Names.
1: some spiky guy. Long time ago. But yeah, every, every dude, they always seem to find a good middle linebacker. Teddy Bruschi, way back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Emmanuel Ogba from the Chiefs
0: defensive end guy went to Super Bowl you get that money yeah, get that pay get that paper um, I remember him being a pretty good player if I remember clearly um, I mean I'm not surprised that they probably let him go I think it was probably for financial reasons more than anything I know they I mean yeah, the, they were- Pat- Patrick Mahomes is about to make a shit ton of money and Chris Jones, they got on a franchise tag right now, so they're trying to figure out a way to pay both those guys. So someone had to, someone had to go. So I guess you know, can't can't blame a dude. Dude just won a Super Bowl. He's about to get like the best contract he's ever gonna get in his career. Coming to Miami, man. We have the cap, and we need some help on the defensive side anyway.
1: Yeah, i I'm, I'm not really sure, uh, but I, I, he has a lot. Under his belt, I'm looking at his stuff now. He he's played in like 50 games with 44 starts. In his first four years, um, last year he only started four games. Uh, but you know he's got he got some sack production. Like I, yeah,
0: I I remember him being a very good player with the Kansas City defense. Yeah, like I like I remember his name a lot. Yeah, I remember so
1: his name a lot too. I'm trying to figure out if he's like a head setter. Or, uh, he doesn't really have a lot of high sack numbers. I think the high the highest he had in his career was like five point five. But um, I think you know he's he's also he's been on the championship team. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, I think he's you know he's coached under Andy Reid and that system. And Andy Reid always puts together a really good staff with really good players. And I think you you know I I think he's gonna bring something. that kind of culture into this locker room and which is i think maybe maybe that's why brian flores decided to shake up the entire coaching staff i don't know but um but yeah i I think you take a guy from a winning culture who's had a lot of starts and he's a veteran and you also you also make him a starter on your team too because (laughs) we need starters we need like some real legit talent
0: here yeah we need something dude like I mean, look, be- this 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 free agency is their way of saying that we're still gonna spend smart. We're not gonna overpay, but we know our defense really sucked, so we're gonna just get as much good ass defensive talent as we can at affordable prices. I mean, and yeah, again, we have the cap for it. You have to spend the money anyway. You can't just like not spend any money. You have to do. It. You have to put the money with somewhere and let's face it our defense was just so bad bro it got better maybe I don't didn't even get better by the end of the year I know we got I know the team in general was playing better but like
1: I, felt I like, think I think we're still allowing a lot of yards I mean I think we we weren't perfect but we seem to be tightening things up even even with injuries to our uh, starting safeties at the time mm-hmm or maybe maybe the offense just started clicking better because Ryan Fitzpatrick was throwing for like 400
0: yards a game. Or yeah, but like, no, I remember the off. I remember our passing game was was actually very good under Fitzpatrick after that Washington game. After that Washington game, like that's when they started like airing it really well. Mm. But like our defensively, we were still really bad in general. I don't. I don't think we were. I don't think we ever did got better. Defensively, I think we got better coaching. I think maybe situationally we were a little bit better, but
1: yeah. Well, Ogba, he uh, actually he never played in the Super Bowl because he was out with a torn pectoral and was ruled out uh, the rest of the season in Week Ten. But you know, like I said, he's been he's been on the Chiefs, and he was he's a former like second round pick from the Browns. I mean, I think you I think you might be going for a potential here. He has a two-year seven. He has a two-year uh, two fifteen million dollar contract. So like that's like seven and a half million a year. So that doesn't really kill you. He's going to be paid as like a number. It's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a good deal. It's a good. Pr- it, I will say this. I don't again when I meant when I said that you're paying someone, it was Like I don't feel like we we're overpaying. I feel like. Yeah. Who, who? Yeah, I mean, all the players that we picked yeah, up, I feel like, I feel like Eric Flowers is the one I would probably say. Like, did we pay that much fucking money for that guy? Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. And like yeah.
0: everybody else, like <laughs> Byron Jones, Byron, Byron, <laughs> Byron is it Byron Smith or Byron Jones? I don't know. Byron Jones, right? I mean, yeah, Byron
1: Jones.
0: Yeah, like that guy was gonna get that money somewhere, whether it would be from us or some other fucking team. Yeah, but like all these other, how much we're paying for it? It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's not like we're doing it, like what Jeff
1: Ireland did back in the day, just giving money to like everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike Wallace gonna, and so Janelle Ellerbee, Oh god, those yeah, are bad contracts. Yeah,
1: just we paying these guys like around like what worth as a free agent, as opposed to like just making them all like the highest paid guys in the league. And oh god, what a terrible, terrible. Oh man. Boyd,
0: yeah, Mike, uh, man, remember, remember we all made a big deal about getting Mike Wallace? Man, dude, that guy, like, just fell off the face of the earth, bro.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, but Mike, no, no, no. there, there was, Mike Wallace wasn't bad, because Mike Wallace would go get open deep, like, all the time, just Tannehill just couldn't hit him, and that, that's another thing I'm to criticized for, for, uh, oh my God, it's, it's true, it's true, though, Tannehill couldn't connect with Mike Wallace. I mean, I don't know if people want to beat me up for Chris Santana Hill, but whatever. It's true, man. I mean, what, I mean, what do you want Mike Wallace to do? He ran past the entire defense. Hit him. Mike Wallace could have had like 16 touchdowns his first season here. But anyway, you know, there, there's all the ones, you know, there's the Brandon Marshall, there's like the Carlos Dansby, where Carlos Dansby was okay, but it wasn't anything special, um, there's Jabril Wilson was one of his first contracts, and Jabril Wilson was a huge bust. <laughs>
0: who the fuck is Jabril Wilson? It,
1: it was like some safety that was like I think it was from the Giants and the Raiders, and he was just bad there. And Jeff, and that, but he was a free agent, and Jeff Ireland, like gave him all this money.
0: I don't even know who the hell that is. It was
1: it was from the Tony Sparano days.
0: Oh, my God, Jabril Wilson. I don't know. I mean, that must have been before I was really starting to pay attention to this team a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fuck is a Jabril Wilson dude? I had never heard of that name while he was playing with us. Oh, he's not
1: good. He's not good. I'll tell you that. But
0: Clearly Jabril not. Will,
1: will we might win that game against uh, Peyton Manning back in the day. That Monday night game. Peyton Manning only got the ball for like 15 minutes, but he's but he's scored every single time because our safeties were so bad.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Hey, moving on, Ted Karras from the Patriots, another guy with a whole bunch of starts under his belt, uh, the Dolphins really liked him, the Patriots wanted to re-sign him, uh, but he chose the Dolphins, man, I guess... I get, I, you know what, maybe one, maybe one of the reasons why these players are leaving New England for Miami is because just Tom Brady is just not there.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I there's <laughs> a lot got, of truth to that. I agree with that.
1: And they just were like, okay, let's just go to Brian Forrest. Maybe they might get a quarterback. He's also a coach, we know.
0: Oh, they get to play in that sunny weather.
1: Yeah, so Ted Karras, like, the, the Dolphins decided to cut ties with uh, former center Daniel Kilgore. Uh, Chairs. I'm probably. Uh, I'm just gonna assume that he's also along the lines of a Daniel Kilgore. You know, he's a guy who could be like a bridge starter for you before you get someone better. He could just hold the fort for you.
0: Yeah, um, that's what people, everybody's assuming. Because if you look at their pro football focus statistics, they're like in the 70s of the top fucking centers. So it's just like, yeah, they're just. Ted Karras is just basically maybe a lesser known Daniel Kilgore, maybe a little bit cheaper, but you're gonna get the same exact results. Yep. So he's just a dude. I'm gonna say he's a bridge center right now until they either they draft one or maybe get one in free agency down the road. Yeah, he was talking.
1: He was also talking about how uh, it's a little difficult to. For Brian Forrest's defense because you know, he does move a lot of guys around, he does pull a lot of stunts, so um, it's tough. But I mean, at least you know, you get you you need a center and you address that. Yeah, so was it? You know, you address cornerback, which you needed another one, you addressed defensive ends with a couple like number two kind of guys, like they're not the best pass rushers, but. I, you know, maybe they could disrupt a little bit and hold the edge for you. Um, Eric Flowers, you know, you need a guard, so you got a guard. You might need a swing tackle if injuries happen, so maybe he could do something for you in that area. Calvin Noy, you need, you know, versatility again, defensive end, linebacker, Ted Karras as a the center. Uh, they also got um. Landon Roberts from the Patriots. He's another linebacker. What do you know about Landon Roberts, Robbie?
0: Where's he from again?
1: Patriots. Another pa- another Patriot that...
0: Uh... I really have no idea who that is, honestly. I guess he's just... He's definitely a lesser known name. I'm, I'm really not familiar with that name at all. I'm being really honest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Me either. But let's find some stuff right here. Roberts. Robert, Robert. He played in 60 career games with 33 starts over four seasons. Um, he's totaled 202 tackles, four sacks, six passes, defense, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery. Roberts has also played in 10 postseason games with seven starts and helped the Patriots win Super Bowl. Uh, one of the Super Bowls, anyway. Two of the Super Bowls. And then, um, originally entered the NFL as a sixth-round pick. But, you know, that's another, that's a good thing, man. You got another guy with a bunch of starting experience. So it's not like you're taking a chance on some guy that... Yeah, We're so gonna it's going to win, win this up. You know, but yeah, that. Tackles. That's not, That's to sneeze at. Yeah. So, and he's only had 33 starts. So 33 starts with 202 tackles. That's pretty good. Yeah. So you get production. You get some starting experience. He, you know, he started in the postseason 10 times. You know, you just get another more production, man. You get some more good players on your team. And I I really like it. I really like what they did in free agency so far. And uh, that's all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about him, but the numbers say he looks like he's a solid player. So, good.
1: Yeah, that's another guy that Flores is familiar with on defense. Good old Flores. uh, And Flores we trust. Flores we trust. Yep, as we trust. We'll see. I kind of got on about him <laughs> on on item about that whole coaching chap coaching staff uh, shakeup uh, a couple months ago, but uh, I, I'm calming down about it now because they did have a free agency, and that and that's why I like about Chris Greer is that whoever his head coach is, he really collaborates with what they want, like. The coach has a certain philosophy, and Chris Greer tries to abide by it and yeah. accommodate head coach. Like, yeah. he did that with Adam Gase. Like, Adam Gase was like, oh, get me Jay Cutler. Get me
0: Julius uh... <laughs> Pop.
1: Uh... Uh... So, Chris Greer's like, okay, man. Like, like, I, I like, I, I got to give props to Chris Greer for that, for being just a guy that. Just tries to work with you. He doesn't have it He doesn't seem to have an ego. He doesn't seem to want to do things one way, while the head coach wants to do some things the other way. Yeah. Like I think they really try to work together and figure out what's best for the team. And uh, you know the money's not bad. I think the Dolphins still have over like thirty million dollars in, in cap space right now. Uh, so that's enough for their draft class, and maybe. And you know the draft class might be big, man. They got a whole bunch of picks. They got like what, 14
0: picks in this upcoming draft. Yeah, a lot of picks right now. I mean, you know, I'm hearing the rumors they do want to trade up for Joe Burrow. Who knows what's going to happen, but we'll see what's up. I hope they trade up for somebody. One Look, if draft if the draft night is freaking if I hear like trading up for Joe Burrow or Tua Tagalua, that's all I need we win the draft from there that's all that matters bro yeah. well
1: what I would like is just for Tua to just fall to them at 5 and then they can still build their team
0: oh yeah I agree like,
1: if you want to go all out for a quarterback fine like, like I won't have a problem with it but I would like to find the quarterback and and build the team so I would like them to take a chance on Tua I mean like who, like, who else are they really going to trade up for man like, like they're going to trade up to burrow, the, the Bengals would have to be like crazy stupid to let that chance. To I, let I go.
0: like in reality, the Bengals should trade down because I, I just think the Bengals just suck right now. I just don't think they have people say our talent is not that good. I don't think the Bengals' talent the that is that good either. But oh, yeah, I know that, but.
1: Hey. Like, uh, like yeah, I mean yeah, the Bengals' power is bad, but at the same time, it's just like you have a quarterback right there in your face. Like you need to take that.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I,
1: I, I, just need, you just I
0: no, no, I, I, completely agree. They have to take.
1: Him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's and the thing is, it's like if it was maybe any other prospect, maybe it'd be a different situation. But Joe Burrow is an Ohio kid. He did technically play in Ohio State first before he transferred to LSU. And Joe Burrow, I don't know if Joe Burrow wants to be drafted by the Bengals. I think he, re- I think he just wants to say he was the first overall pick. But like, but if he gets drafted by the Bengals, that's that. Is, that is that. But like,
1: yeah, I mean, and dude, man, like, it's such an apathetic fan base right now. I mean, you need. I think you just need something sex to rejuvenate the fans and get people to come back and watch your games and just. Kind of buy into what you're doing a little bit because a quarterback does a lot for your franchise. Hell oh, yeah! People cared about that. You
0: have to, man. Like in the perfect world, we give up just enough to get him, but bro, you have to take him, bro. Like you, you just have to. Uh, and also, in a perfect world, that freaking this guy drops. To us, but like uh, I mean, well, not, not I'm talking about Tua. That Tua drops to us. I still think we should just just to make sure, just to trade up. Honestly, I I don't mind giving up one of those two first rounders and switch with Detroit to get Tua, bro. Like I I because I. Because you you don't even know if the fucking those two other first round picks are going to be good players, yeah. but but at least you know if Tua is the great player, you won the draft. It doesn't matter how much you give up or where you draft the fucking franchise quarterback. Once you get the four the quarterback, you won you won the trade. Yeah, I
1: I, I just want them to pick Tua because. He's the best guy. Like, if it wasn't for his injury, he'd be the best guy
0: to pick. I agree. I completely agree. I
1: you, you can't you can't predict injuries in the future, so you are not gonna take a guy just because you think he might get hurt in the future. Like, take the. I, I want them to take the best guy, and that. that guy yeah, no,
0: good. I I am with you a thousand percent. I think you have to take him. I think it's stupid that we're debating about this. Not not you and me, but I am like just people in general debating about this.
1: Fan.
0: The the fan the fans still think Ryan Tannehill's the man, bro. Uh, what do they know? Oh. Exactly, but no, I I'm with you a thousand percent. And take it from me, people. I wasn't even that crazy about Tua Tagaloa during the season when the season started. I I kept even questioning like, are Miami doing the right thing, tanking for Tua? Like, is that the right guy they should be tanking for? Because I, I get why they did the whole tank. I get it. I, I completely get it. I had no problem with it. I mean, I still want us to win games. I didn't want us to go 0-16. Thankfully, we did not. But, like, I understand. Because we, what was the point of being so fucking mediocre, bro? Mediocre doesn't give you anything, man. you gotta Either you're fucking really bad or you're fucking really good. You never want to be in between. And so Miami fun. did... And everybody knew this. This was like the worst secret. Everybody knows that Miami want to, and I still think they want to. I think everything, all these rumors that they really like Justin Herbert more, they're trading up for fucking Joe Burrow. I think it's all one big ass smokescreen. Now I do think they really do like Joe Burrow a lot, and I and I know the owner is high on him too. But like, I'm sorry, man. If Tua really falls to number five. If fucking nobody trades up for him, dude, you take that motherfucker and you never look back. Simple as that. You have to take him if he falls, to, falls down to fifth. I even go as far as say I'll trade with Detroit right now. Detroit, have one of our first round picks. We'll flip, We'll switch places. You'll still get your guy. We get our guy and you get an extra pick to help out fucking Matthew Stafford. Like I, I would just do that trade right fucking now. I don't know why Miami's not making being that aggressive. Nope. But, uh,
1: they, they really feel like, uh, they,
0: What are you saying? I'm sorry?
1: They don't want to give away their draft ammunition because like, they feel like they worked so hard for it that they don't want to trade I I like like they, I don't, I don't feel like they trade up for to a for Tua because they feel like they don't know whether or not he's gonna
0: but you don't know who you I know I know I you tra- okay, okay, you trade you, you have the 5th pick and the Houston pick which is like in the 20's you can't trade up you can't give up both those picks and maybe like a 4th rounder or a 3rd a rounder next year for that 3rd overall pick that Detroit pick and maybe a seventh from them. You, you don't fucking. You don't t- You mean because you want to keep all those. You don't know that Detroit pick or even that fucking Pittsburgh pick are going to be good players. You don't know that. There you
1: go. But they could be better than what you already have. Especially if they dropped offensive tackles. There's a lot of good offensive tackles coming out. They like you saw both of those
0: tackle problems. That is true, but there's also plenty of tackles that bust, bro. Yeah. There, have been, there have been first there been top five top five offensive tackles that fucking failed. Like the draft is such a crapshoot, dude. Like like come on. Like what, like I get it, you want to whore, you want to keep all these picks, but dude you have so many picks this year and you still have two first rounders next year. You can still build something next you can still build from there next year.
1: Well, I mean, if you are a team that has a great general manager that just finds players over and over and over, uh like I look what the Chiefs do all the time. And the Chiefs always
0: By the way, they traded up. They are a playoff team and they traded up to get fucking Patrick Mahomes, dude. They went aggressive they were like, forget the first rounder next year and forget drafting a a potentially pretty good corner in the 20 spots. No, we're going to get this quarterback because we think that quarterback is going to fucking be all time great. Or he's going to be a hell of a fucking player and he's going to take us to places that Alex Smith couldn't do it. And what do you know? He took him to. He took him to places Alex Smith couldn't do. Like, come on. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sure we'll get deep into it when the fucking, when the draft gets close because they are gonna do the draft, and I'll probably talk about this in my own podcast. Uh, okay, a plug for my podcast, a Pint of Death. <laughs> um, but no, I. Again. In the perfect world, Tua's false for this, but you know what, dude? The Chargers will probably make a move. The pa- the Panthers could probably make a move, man, dude. Especially the Chargers. I think the Chargers would make a move, honestly, for Tua. I I think you talk about the perfect replacement for Philip Rivers, Tua, who is who is from Hawaii. You know, he's a West Coast guy. He could bring excitement to a team that's moving to Los that's moving to a new stadium in Los Angeles. You don't think the Chargers are thinking about making a jump? Oh yeah,
1: the Chargers are definitely the way they and use their the and way they use the free agency, you can tell they're, they're like they're 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 building up a roster in order to take a quarterback.
0: Yeah. And don't forget, you don't even know if fucking Washington passes up behind him or not. They'll probably just take him because they don't fucking like Dwayne Haskins. I don't I don't think they're sold on Dwayne Haskins. They could, they could fight frankly just take Tua and don't look back. I'm telling you, man, like, Tua, it, it, t- I, I think people are overstating, I get it, he's been, he has durability issues. I completely get it. I completely get it. For all I know, he could be another Sam Bradford where he's never fucking healthy. But you know what? The last time we chickened out on a quarterback with an injury issue, that, guy, that quarterback ended up being one of the greatest to ever play the game. And we were stuck with guys like Dante Culpepper and freaking Cleo Lemon and Pat White and Chad Henning and a bunch of guys because we were too much cowards to get fucking Drew Brees, bro. I ain't making that mistake again, bro. You fucking give up the Houston pick... Give up a fucking fourth rounder or something. Or fourth rounder next year. Let's just move up with Detroit. Because I do think Washington won't take Tua. I don't think they're in love with him that much. I think they're going to try and see what happens with Dwayne Haskins. But I make that trade right fucking now, bro. I, I think it's ridiculous that they're waiting for this. Maybe they're maybe that is the plan. They're, they're going to do it. Maybe they're just waiting for the draft day. But, dude, this is this is this is a fucking joke, dude. Like, the fucking the Jets traded up technically, like last year or the year prior to get Sam Darnold, dude. I mean, they didn't trade up to specifically to get Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold just fell into the laps because the Giants decided to pass up on him like a bunch of idiots they've been lately, and they got their guy. And I, and I think they kind of got lucky that they got their guy. I I think we should be aggressive. Because I'm all in on Tua. I wasn't crazy about him at first, but after that game against LSU. No, that guy is legit. Let's just get him. What are we doing? Why are we talking about this? This shouldn't even be a debate anymore. I don't think we're going to get Joe Burrow. I I, I I believe Miami is trying to move up for Joe Burrow, but I don't think Cincinnati is going to make that move. I think they're too much of a coward organization to make that move anyway, and it's really hard to pass up on Joe Burrow. It's it's maybe if it was any other player it'd be different, but Joe Burrow he does have ties to or to um, I don't know why I almost said Orlando for saying uh, Ohio and. You make that move. I think today makes that move I think I think Washington takes Chase Young and don't look back. I think Chase, Chase Young is about as can't miss prospect as you can get.
1: Yeah, they really like him. Yeah. The, the, like uh, I, I think the it was either the owner or, the, or some sort of Washington Redskins guy said uh, that they just they, they're really they're really trying to make it uh, with Haskins they're trying to make it work and then they're just going to take uh, Chase Young, probably. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really can't see them taking a quarterback. Uh,
0: they would have to it. really hate... They They have to be really not sold on Dwayne Haskins to make that move. Yeah.
1: yeah it is the Redskins, man. I mean, God, I mean, they, they've been so dysfunctional after losing... Uh, Kirk Cousins a couple of years ago. like, I mean, they were dysfunctional.
0: Have, I mean, they they were kind of, I, mean I think they were kind of dysfunctional with Kirk Cousins, too. Let's keep it real. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, they were, they were. They were, but, I
1: mean, at least, at least, you know, Kirk Cousins, like, did something for them on offense. Like, their offense hasn't been good uh, the last two seasons. After he moved on, you know, Alex Smith went there and then got his leg injury. He might even be career-ending. I did Alex Smith yet? I don't even know. I just know that he got that leg injury, and it's possibly like career-threatening, where he might not even play again.
0: Yeah, no, I I think you're a little, a little too down on Alex Smith. He did have a really good run in Washington for that injury. Let's let's keep it fair for a second about that. And I'm not even like a, I'm not even a big fan of him honestly, but I won't. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize him for what with Washington. He literally like. His fucking leg got destroyed, bro. Like, what are you gonna do about that, man? That's. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I, I didn't mean to hate on Alex
1: Smith. I just meant that, like, as a whole, collectively, like, it just hasn't it hasn't been good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, I get you. Again, I'm, I've, I've never been high on him either. I, I always thought he was over, I, overrated is not the right word. I think he just never was as good as people think he is. Yeah. Well,
1: anyway. Alex Smith. Uh, anyway, man. Well, anyway, I don't know done this episode is, Rob.
0: We've got to keep it under an hour so I can upload it
1: to YouTube. Hell yeah. So, let's say bye to the people. Goodbye, Dolphins
0: fans. We'll, we'll, Dolphins. Be back. we'll be back before the draft. For sure.
1: Hell yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alright, man. All right, well, the... I'll see you, Rob. I'll see you, uh...
0: I don't know, when I see you I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And, and it might be a while. Yeah. It might be a while. Anyway, <laughs> alright. Till next time my friend. Litter dog.